So today we go to the next letter. Uh, at last uh, two weeks ago, remember what is the last letter that we learned? Ayin. Okay. So today we will go to the next letter after Ayin, which is the letter Pay. All right. So remember why we are studying Hebrew letters. If inside these Hebrew letters are the keys and revelations of who our God is, or rather the God of the Jews, who today is also the same God of the new creation of you and me. Yeah, We worship the same God. And this God who created this universe with Hebrew letters or with letters yeah, in the beginning, Barashit, yeah, that is the God who is all-powerful. And this is why the Holy Spirit has led us to learn the Hebrew alphabets, not as learning an, uh, another language like French or Japanese or Korean uh, from head knowledge, but to know the power of our God, our creator, our source. And we have it's not fully comprehensive that we have already learned about 19, 17 letters. There is so much revelation. It is impossible to really know everything about God, but at least we are moving towards more revelation of Him. And what is the revelation and the studying of God and God's work? What purpose? Anyone know? Why do we start? Why do we want to know the revelations behind the Hebrew letters? In respect of our lives on here on this planet Earth, is it to just have another uh, acquired another knowledge that we know Hebrew, <laughs> treasure, money, and and work and time, but we don't understand that this spirit man, all right, needs same if not even more feeding, more importance in our lives, all right, for us to grow spiritually and serve the Lord, all right? And you don't want, Esther doesn't want to be just another human being on this planet or another Christian. She wants to fulfill her destiny of saving souls, but babies cannot go out and save souls, right? Baby Christian, babies in the physical, right? Cannot, they just cry, can't even walk properly. That's why you have to grow up in the spirit, all right? Uh, foundation 01 we went through a little bit yesterday means what the man of God and the word of God is there such a term in the Bible as the baby of God <laughs> ah okay so don't end up yourself being called the baby of God okay the baby of God cannot do anything right it's the man of it's not even the teenager of God right in the spirit it's the man or the woman of God who will be able to do the things of God. Those who know their God shall do exploits in Daniel, right? So you want to be the man and the woman of God? God has specially chosen and called each one of you not to be termed as babies of God. In many churches, not putting any church down, there are many babies of God. But the Bible scold the babies of God, right? Paul said, <laughs> you all are still babes, ah? <laughs> After how many years, still babies. But 
be the man and the woman of God that able to receive revelation, transform, live in the spirit, make decisions from the spirit, love from the spirit, serve from the spirit, because God is a spirit. He does not communicate with our mind, okay? He does not communicate with our five senses, but then make conclusions, make decisions from our newborn again spirit man and able to lead others able to guide others able to teach others yeah okay all right able to give the way god gave himself for us so that each one here can fulfill their god-given purpose before rapture before jesus come whether he come although all the signs show that rapture is very imminent very near 90%, 99.9% in our lifetime. But should it he not he not rapture not happen in our lifetime, does it change how how we want to live our lives? It doesn't because eventually everyone will still die this physical life. All right, prepare ourselves for eternity. We are eternal spirits. Okay, have a vision of eternity in our lives so that we won't be caught up with the things of this world while we live here they are all just we've just passed them by they are just tools for us to advance the kingdom of god and fulfill our destiny on this earth so that when we go to see the lord jesus he can say well done good and faithful servant yeah, lydia ching lan elijah abigail esther tiara all right Anna, Rebecca, Magdalene, Ruth, Evelyn, right? To hear those words from the, the King of Kings is worth much more than anything on this earth. You can hear your boss say, wow, well done, Hannah, 10 months bonus. That cannot be compared to Jesus saying, well done, Hannah. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Receive your crown. And that is for eternity. Your boss one, whoever is in this world, is just for this world. Yeah. Begin to let your spirit, the ayin, the eyes of your spirit man, open big, big. <laughs> open big, big. Spirit eyes open, not natural eyes open big, big. Spirit eyes open big, big. To see the eternal realm, the realm that will never pass away. Where like Jesus said, this whole heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will never pass away. Can you imagine God's word compared to the mass of heaven and the mass of earth and all the things that we live inside, our house, our car, our money, everything, all will pass away. But something that is eternal is God's word. And here we are coming in to get the treasure, not just to have it for ourselves, but to give to others so that we bring and snatch others from the kingdom of darkness where they are taken by the devil round and round merry-go-round like the, the Israelites in the wilderness. Just thinking that, oh, this world is just about morning, get up, go to work, go to school, go, you know. No, they don't know that Jesus said, you know, when the, the day comes and then he will say, the fool said in his heart, right? I will just eat, drink and be merry. Tomorrow die, Jesus said. What if tomorrow die, you meet your creator? And then you say, 
can I can send it back to Earth? <laughs> Too late already. Okay. So while we have this time, whether it be one year, two years, three years, or for the rest of our life on this planet, use it to know Him and to serve Him. And that one day, you see, when I was 20, today at 60, it's like 40 years. Wow, very long ago. But I start serving the Lord uh, into the ministry at 20 plus. And time passed so much already. 40 years have passed, like 40 years wilderness, right? 40 years, one generation in the Bible has passed. Time passes very fast. While you have the time, learn, grow, serve the Lord. Amen? Okay. And we have the whole wonderful Holy Spirit. Okay, today is the 17th, altogether 22 alphabets. We are already reaching almost the end. The 17 after the letter Ayin is the letter Pei. And it looks like this, okay? So here you can see all the letters again. If it's uh, too small, you can see, right? So Pei is the letter Pei comes after the letter Ayin to teach us the order of things in life, right? So no accident why one letter is before or after another letter. First, the I sees. So, also you can, uh, we learned two weeks ago about Ayin. There is the I, spiritual I, but there is also the good I and the evil I. It doesn't mean Ayin is made up of good I, evil I. Okay? It's just the spirit I, okay, and your natural I can desire, even the spirit I, if not properly directed, will can, can be uh, misled by the devil to go and look for the things of this world, all right, as uh, most important. So that's why a lot of uh, people are distracted and they had the verse, right, do not have the last of the eyes in the last days, the last of the eyes, the pride of life. So that is the evil eye, all right? We're not trained to look at God and the good things of God, how good God is and what he has, the purpose he has for us. There is no one here born without purpose. All right, you have a purpose is to find it and then to flow into that purpose. When you fulfill it, that would be your greatest joy. So after have you choose to see where we are learning grace, righteousness, who God is and all that, we choose to see God is a good God. We choose to see that we have destiny, that we have purpose, that God loves you and chosen you. We choose to seek first the kingdom of God. And all these things are added to us. We choose to meditate God's word, all right, day and night as we enter the promised land, okay? The promised land is full of giants, all right? Because those are all the beautiful promises inside, the blessings there. And there is still, while the devil is still present on this earth, you think he's very happy for each one of you to receive your full blessings? No. So the enemy today is not the giants of uh, Goliath and all that. They will appear before you and say, I am the devil, Hannah. <laughs> okay, no, no more. Right? But it is the distraction of pulling our, our spiritual eyes to see other things instead of our purpose in life and making decisions from that stand of who God is, how God can bless us, how God has saved us through our, our redemption and our choice because 
God never made robots, right? So when the eye sees the truth, and where can you find truth? It's not in the world, right? It's from the word. That's why uh, I'm putting more of you to go study God's word. Why so important, right? After one year, two years, three years, I think it's with all the teachings, right? It is so much teaching inside. If it doesn't come out to water others, it will become just dormant inside, all right? But when you give out, there will be more revelation coming in. So this is very, very important, yeah? The ayin to see and then make the choices that are right in God's sight for your growth and fulfillment and many other souls to be saved. So after the order of things, spiritual eyes, remember the first half is our rescue. I didn't put out that one. Uh, from the first 12 letters and 13 onwards is our race in this life. How do we live this new creation life? All done already. You're already, uh, we claim healing from, a, we, we, we declare ourselves healed from a place or uh, position of being healed. We declare, uh, we give, we tithe from a position of being rich in Christ. Not because, oh, you know, I have to but because I know my standing as a son and daughter of God is that he has made me rich. He has healed me. And there I begin to declare. That's the promised land, okay? Where the doubts will still come in. The devil no, no more come into as a big giant or with horns and appear to you and say that I am the devil. Serve me. No, all right? The Bible, true, the Bible, we already know how the devil manifests himself through lies, half true, just like uh, to uh, Eve in the Bible. Did God say? Did God say this? Did God say that? Ah, if lately you have been having these thoughts, did God say? <laughs> did God say? Ah, that means we are a target already, all right? And you, you don't know what God said. If you know God say, he won't come to you and say, did God say? Because you already can tell him, it is written. That's what Jesus said to the Bible during his temptation in the wilderness while he was fasting 40 days and 40 nights. Right? All the devil said is, bow down, worship me, and I will give you this world. And he had the power and authority over the world at, until, until Jesus' come, second coming. So, it was a real temptation. He, he cannot uh, do what he did to Eve to Jesus because Jesus knew what is written in God's word. If Jesus, the Son of God, answered the devil by saying, It is written, who are we to answer another way? <laughs> right? Can we answer him another way? Uh no la, you know, I whatever. But Jesus simply said, It is written, thou shalt worship God and him alone. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And thou shalt not tempt God. Very simple. So, if we do not equip ourselves and let the word of God go deep into our hearts, the devil will find you as a prey to keep on swaying you from left. Once in a while, let you enjoy your life. After that, he come. <laughs> Did God say and pull us, our ayin, our eyes off, off the track. Remember, a winner, we, we run to win. There's this race, right? 
in this all these 22 alphabets is alive on this earth how to live this life is all revealed in the 22 uh, hebrew alphabets okay and the second part has been uh, classified by one uh, uh, teacher all right as the race our race on this earth after the 13th letter after what jesus have done completed that means there's no excuse to say god i can't because from aleph until uh, uh, the the letter card before Lamed, Jesus did everything, so we cannot turn back to God and say, "I cannot overcome lah," because He already overcome. We are overcomers. Then after that, the journey, okay, learning this will be the the walk with the, the walk on this earth as victorious over. Overcomers. Remember in Revelations, it's all about overcomers. Yeah? You will have the crown of life, the crown, yeah, all the different crowns that are given to us, a crown of glory. We did it in the uh, one of the letters, I think it's Kaf Kita. All right. So, what are all these crowns? For those who overcome. It's not for those who sit down and I say, Oh, I learned 22 alphabets. <laughs> okay, but those who have learned have walked with God and overcome. Overcome what? Overcome the temptations of this world. Overcome all the deceptions of the devil coming to whisper in your ear. All right? When you don't know God's word, you will think that is the truth, what he said. Okay? No need to give your full heart. Don't study the Bible so much. After that, you become theologian. <laughs> it doesn't give you money. Okay, So all those are not true, but they can come. He can, the devil, what? Just is the only weapon he has now is the, to tell us half truth and half lies. And how do we overcome? By, by how do you overcome? When all these lies or hard truth come to you, know what God say and say it back. <laughs> okay, that means we say it is written, right? But we cannot it say it is written if we don't know what is written. <laughs> okay, all right, written in the Bible and written in your heart. Okay, okay, so. The Ayin, after Ayin begin to see God's purpose and plan in the lives of his children as sons and daughters on this earth, then the next letter that comes after Ayin is the letter Pei. The letter Pei means mouth and can start to express. The mouth can now express what the eye has seen. So if the eye has not seen that you are rich in Christ, the mouth will express what? I'm poor. Lah. My bank account only got 5,000 or only got 500. I need to save for the future. Because the eye, the spiritual ayin of our spirit man still have not seen the spiritual truth that God is our heavenly father, that we, have, we are rich in Christ. All right, that as we... Give and tithe, he will continue to take care of us. In fact, he will pour open windows. Have that means that one not just see. So the mouth will begin to express what the eye has seen or not yet seen. Very important. All right. And why this mouth is so important? We will learn incredible revelation. When I studied this page, at least this, there's a lot, right? I will give to you. But there's one main one 
that will blow your mind off. What God has put inside the letter pay. All right, after ayin. Because without ayin, pay is doesn't do much. All right, first we have to see spiritual first. Once, and that comes through meditation, listening, listening until faith, we see the spirit realm. See, if you, Rebecca, can see in the spirit that God has made you rich, the other person, other Christian cannot see. Then you say, I'm tithing. Then you say, wow, you're so, so brave. Ah. You dare to tithe. Ah. <laughs> then the other Christian is also a Christian, right? But you say, what, what does the, her ayin see? Her ayin see the natural, not enough. You know, so that's the difference. And then after you can see, you act, right? And the, before you act, you actually speak from the mouth what you have seen. You see, remember, I didn't see what others don't see. The world tried to copy this and make people see vision, see prosperity, see, you know, and say, see, you must see what others cannot see. That's called vision, copy. That's not real. After a while, they also give up. But what we have is evidence of God's word that tells it is written. Use that word, see from there by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this letter will become your tool to manifest what you see from God's word. Don't try to close your eyes and see something there that is, you don't even know what God said. Okay? See from God's word. When God said you are healed, then see the healing. When God said you are rich, see that you are rich. First in the spirit, all right? Then it will manifest in the natural. Okay, the letter P is one of the five letters or alphabets that have two forms, which is the first form and the final form. Final form, when this letter P appears at the end of a word, it is called the final form, all right? So it looks like this when it starts a word or uh in the beginning of a word. So remember, for those of you teaching Blazing uh, Jewels or teaching, uh, everyone should be able to teach, right? Uh, a little bit at least. Be careful with the, when you say that there's a difference between alphabet and there's a difference between word, okay? All the letters that we are learning are called letters or alphabets, but each letter can also be a word in the Hebrew. So word involves letters, but letters is not a word. Okay, understand? A letter is not a word. So when you say some, for example, certain letters are by itself, like uh, just, just the letter only. But as we go along, most letters are also words. Like Gimel is also, is a letter, an alphabet by itself. The third letter is also a word, but when the word, uh, when it becomes a word, it's not actually gimel, it's gumel, which is camel. So there is a slight change there, but similar sound and pronunciation. Okay, so the letter pay is a letter, an alphabet in the 22 alphabets. It's also a word. It can also be a word, and that word is the meaning mouth. So the letter has a final form, so at the end, it looks like that, a huh? straight line. There are commentators that see the two shapes of the letter pay. You can see that to represent the flexibility in which a person can speak. So some of these are interesting points that are pointed out from commentaries, correct? Right? 
for uh, uh, rabbis and Hebrew teachers, right? So it, that means we can speak different ways. One speech can be pleasant and soft, or it can be harsh, damaging, and dangerous. All right, so pay is about mouth, about speech, about talking after you see or don't see. In addition, the letter pay symbolizes holiness as it represents prayer, which comes from the mouth. Uh, this one word prayer starts with the letter pay. We will go, we will do a little bit of it at the end. The shape of the letter pay also rep represents openness. So we always learn from the letters, from the shape, from the sound, from the number, gamatria, or it all has meaning. Okay, uh, this is catch this very easy to catch, yet very, very powerful. If we look at the negative space inside the letter pay, right? The pay is the mouth, right? We will see that it looks like the letter bet or ka. See, so can you see this one extracted this part, the hidden bet inside the letter pay. Can you see? Everyone can see the letter bet inside the white one extracted out is the letter bet. And what does the letter bet or it can also look like a car, which is the open hand of God. All right. Yeah. Okay. So what is the letter bet? Okay, so besides the meaning of dwell and tent, what Jesus. does this letter do? Jesus. What Jesus? Son of God. Huh? Represent, son of, represent Jesus. Yeah, but what does it do? In the beginning, God. The letter bet is a letter of creation. Yeah, when God spoke bet, beat the letter bet, right? It creates. It starts the let the word for create. So, which means that in the mouth is the power to create because God's presence lives inside you. The creator is inside you. Is dwelling inside you, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaker, right? So who is living inside you? Yes, the ten, the bed, which is Jesus, the word. That's why if you don't have the word, then you have like a form of Jesus living inside me, but doesn't do anything because how did God create this world? Through words, he spoke. Let there be light, yeah, he all, and light appeared, God's light. So the creative part is the creator living inside you through his word. So it's not a lot of Christians say, okay, I become Christian already. Why are I cannot speak powerful things or create anything or no, no miracles, nothing. My life is so, right? But Jesus is living inside me. Jesus is the word. That's why I stress so much. If you don't have the word inside your heart, there's nothing that is going to create. God created this universe through words, through Hebrew alphabets that has words inside. All right? So words, where Christ living in you first, the spirit is to be born with God's spirit, the Holy Spirit living inside, and the word Jesus inside. So you have 
are left, God as the source, that, Jesus. So it has different, different meaning, all right? Each letter. Then the third letter, Gimel, also speak of Holy Spirit living in us. Then what the Holy Spirit do? Holy Spirit says, he will remind us of what Jesus has spoken. And if we don't know what Jesus spoke, we only will know what the world speaks, what the devil speaks. It's either Jesus' word or that devil's word. There is no in-between. It's very clear. Okay, our mind, carnal mind is enmity with God. The Bible says enemy. That means it's against. Because we will always poor. I'm sick. Or from the spirit realm, which is from what the word, word of God. Eh? Okay, say, I'm healed, I'm rich. Either one, there's no in between. I'm half rich, half poor. They don't have one. <laughs> okay. Either you are rich in Christ or you are you see the, the, the natural and decide whether rich or poor according to world. Uh, what you see in what the world says. All right, so we'll see that it's a letter bed and a letter calf, which is the open hand of God. Now, where God releases blessing is open. All right. And how are the blessings and the creative power of God going to be released? You can see from this through the letter pay. All right, it's so beautiful. So inside F, which is the meaning of the word pay is the mouth. So blessings, power, God's ways, create, creative things are going to be re released through your mind, through your mouth. All right? When you have God's word inside your heart. This is the beautiful, I don't know if you are not overwhelmed by this. I'm super overwhelmed by this. Although we have been teaching this, that yeah, the mouth speaks and creates and all that. But to see this truth hidden in this letter is thanking Holy Spirit for opening this revelation, you know, to us. So beautiful. Can you see how God hides, you know, all his wonderful secrets by the pig? Psalms 33, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. By what? Not by the wand of the Lord, magic wand. <laughs> okay? Ah, it is by the word. Word is what? Speak. I'm trying to bring everyone to no more look at the word, word of God as something so religious, but rather as a, just a simple word spoken that you will speak to your husband, you speak to your wife, to your brother, to your sister, to your son and daughter. What you speak from your mouth is called a word, W-O-R-D. So the word of God is not just a religious book or manual, all right? But it is speaking. It is alive. God's word is alive and living and sharper than any two-edged sword dividing between soul and spirit, joint and marrow, between the soul, right? So this is how God created this world. Speak, word, 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 okay? One word can create a heaven. One word can create the earth. This is your God. And then we see God, God, where are you? Ah? I cannot see you. Ah? Help me. <laughs> This is our God. All right. This is Allah. And how did he create? Speak only. Speak only. But 
what happened today? Okay, let's go. All the hosts of them, that means from Genesis chapter 1 until the sixth day, all that God created by the breath of his mouth. There's the word pay there. All right. From his word, his word comes from his mouth and from the breath, which is from the Holy Spirit, bring it to happen. So God needs to speak. Let there be. And then Holy Spirit, hear the words, executed. The power was there. Holy Spirit is the, the spirit with the power. He's the one with the power, all right? Supernatural power, the spirit of God. And he makes the thing happen. How nice, right? So the Hollywood tried to do it, right? Magic wand, what do you want? Ah, oh, you want Prince Charming to appear. Turn the wand and then, whoo, Prince Charming appear. Or oh, you want a million dollars. Just flick the wand and million dollars appear. Ah, you see how Hollywood take us wrong direction, <laughs> okay? But God's word tells us exactly Right, how to create things out of nothing that is in uh, Romans 4. Abraham called those things which are as, as God called those things, Abraham did the same thing. All right, that are not as though they were, but how to call as though they were until you know what is in God's will. Even Jesus said, If you know my will, you will ask whatever you want and it shall happen for you. But the thing is. We don't know what he wants. We don't know his will. We think we know. We really don't know. Okay? Until we go into the word. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So the numerical uh, value of the letter pay is 80. And according to sages, the number represents strength. Okay? One of the reasons why this number represents strength, you can see because God is very consistent in the Bible how when the number 80 appears, all right? So when uh, one is uh, uh, like you have Caleb or Moses at 80 years old, right? He was still strong and healthy and still able to uh, go into, uh, for Caleb to the promised land. So it speaks of strength, but this particular uh, uh, note is very interesting. So I brought it out. The gematria of pay is 80, as says in ethics of our fathers for the Jew Judaism, the Jews, because who know their God much better than we. When one is 80 years old, he has reached a special strength. Therefore, we find 80,000 men by the name of Aaron. So these are incidents in the Bible. All followed Aaron to his final resting place. Then the, the reason there, are, there were 80,000 men by the name of Aaron is as follows. We know Aaron was a great speaker. When God asked Moses to speak to Pharaoh, Moses demurred, saying that he had a speech impediment. God responded, is there not your brother Aaron the Levite? I know that he can speak well. Aaron's verbal skills also served him well as a marriage counsellor. When there was a fight between the couple and the husband or wife left, Aaron became the peacemaker, appeasing them with soothing words. When the reunited couple gave birth to his next child, they invariably said, we will name the child after Aaron the high priest. So that's why he has so many uh, 80,000. He reunited so many couples with that thousands of children were named Aaron. The, the, the number 80,000 here signifies the special strength of the pay, the mouth. Moses was 80 years old when he led the Jews out of Egypt and 80 when he transmitted the Torah to them. Okay. So, in Proverbs 18.21, all right, we see 
the words now, this now this word of God or this uh, verse would have more meaning to you. All right? Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. That means whatever we speak, there is a fruit. It will bear fruit. Why? Because it's alive. Words are like seeds. Anything that bear fruit, that means that with the thing that causes it to bear fruit is life. So there is that death and life in the tongue, in the words that we speak. That's why it will have fruit. So if we speak death, you will eat the fruit of death. All right, that's all. Oh, I'm going to die already. La. Cannot cure one this sickness. Or oh, you will die because you speak exactly. There is a fruit. You are speaking life to your body or whatever you are speaking to. I'm poor. La. There's no way I can, you know, uh, uh, survive in this world that's so competitive for COVID, lose job, la, and all that kind of thing. See, there is life or death up to us. We will eat the fruit of what we speak. The word is now we can see the pay, all right? The mouth. The mouth contains the power of death and life. Why? Can create, right? Words kill in the message version, words give life. They are either poison or fruit. You choose. So how many have been poison eating poison? For many years. <laughs> okay. That's why our body, right? Eat a lot of poison, right? Our minds, we have been poisoning ourselves, poisoning our children, poisoning all around us, right? And this is just a picture I saw, which is cute. The tongue has the power of life and death, right? So uh, you always use this example, right? Boyfriend, girlfriend, all just need to say something to the other party, but it can be husband or wife or whoever, and it hurt like a dagger <laughs> inside their heart. Wow, I killed me. Uh. You killed me. So I didn't use any dagger to kill you. Uh. How can you feel that it's so painful? We see, we see the people cry and cry and cry or feel very hurt by somebody. Then you say, what did the person do to you? You Most of the time find the answer is, he didn't do anything. He just said something. <laughs> just say something on it. And then, wow, you call broken heart. Uh, everything, the heart is filled full of blood, bleeding. And then take years to cure. The doctors cannot cure. The heartache, right? You go see the physical doctor. Can they cure heartache? They cannot cure heartache, right? So these are caused by words. Just by words, okay? Poison, more, more dangerous than the actual uh, this, uh, knife. In James chapter 3, we also have James talking about the tongue. The tongue, don't be in, it's, it's like a fire. Don't be in any rush to become a teacher, my friends, in the message version. Teaching is highly responsible work. So, I mean, as is more in the fivefold ministry, all right, but uh, not a choice. If God has given us that ministry, given me that ministry, then you can see it is not simply just come and teach you all something that I already prepared 40 years ago <laughs> or 20 years ago, right? 
it is responsible. It is either life because teaching is from the mouth. I mean, that's how it comes out, right? And that's where it can either kill or destroy. If I teach uh, things that are not true, it can destroy your life. If I teach lawful things, it also can kill you. That's in 1 Corinthians, I think, 13 or 10, right? That the ministry of uh, grace and the ministry of righteousness, or rather the ministry of the law, okay? Not as in the Torah, but is as in the way uh, it is done can kill a person. So many preachers have on the pulpit killed many lives. How? They didn't die physically, right? It's just like the, just now you saw this picture, right? The words that came out. So it may, may not be boyfriend to girlfriend. It can even come out from the pulpit. Okay, so a teacher is in a very responsible place. When we say some things and misrepresent, we can misrepresent God. You remember Moses? He misrepresented God. Right when uh, God said, "Just strike the, the the rock one time, and water will come up." He struck two times because he was angry. He misrepresented God. Right. So when we teach, all right, especially some of you blazing jewels teachers, right, you are in a very responsible position. You can kill or you can bring life to those that you are teaching. All right. So we need the heart of agape inside the mind of Christ. It is only the work of the Holy Spirit that can help us and we need to be humble. Okay, that it's not in, it's not that, oh, I'm a teacher, I will never make mistakes. Yeah, but to keep on depending on Holy Spirit. Before you teach, pray in tongues. Pray in tongues is, the, is, how, is what we tell God, I depend on you. If you don't pray in tongues before we teach, we are saying, I already know. I already prepared all the slides. I already know this verse. I already know uh, da, 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 da. I don't need to depend on Holy Spirit. When we pray in tongues, we are saying, Holy Spirit, I depend on you. Let him guide us. So we may have prepared something and we may be wanting, we may speak wrong direction or wrong word. But as we pray in tongues before the teaching, when we teach the Holy Spirit, as I always acknowledge Holy Spirit for me, you know, that, he will guide my mouth. He will guide my thoughts. He will recite here and direct so that I don't kill anyone. <laughs> I don't want to kill any of you, okay? But I want to give you all life from his word. Teachers are held to the strictest standard. Uh, and none of us is perfectly qualified. We get it wrong nearly every time we open our mouths. <laughs> yeah? So there is this there is no one who can say, oh, I'm very good. Well, I got my mouth. Huh? I won't say anything. I zip it. You know, when I open up, huh, only the, the more you try, the more we will say things that will hurt and kill. And the, thank God for his grace that he don't hold us accountable, but he has already done his damage. The only thing is how God turned it around because of his goodness. We are the vessel, right? So we humble ourselves and say, Lord, I know no good thing lies in me, so I keep on praying in tongues, all right, to let you speak. And if I have said something wrong, then Holy Spirit, you know, uh, you forgive, forgive me and also turn it around for the sake of the people. We get it wrong nearly every time we open our mouth. I like this statement. It's true, right? But it doesn't mean that you don't open your mouth at all. <laughs> because it's through your mouth 
that blessing can also come forth. Don't go the other direction and say, wow, like that, uh, I'm going to be the quietest person on this planet. Then how are you going to bless others? Right? How are you going to create life? It comes from the mouth, right? But of course, from the ayin first. So it's not that we stop using our mouth, but fill ourselves with the word and speak a lot in tongues, depend on the Holy Spirit. And then when we open our mouth, it will bring life. Okay, don't also hold back the blessing. When you water others, water is the word. When you speak life to others, you yourself will be refreshed. If you could find someone whose speech was perfectly true, you have found a perfect person in perfect control of life. This is what James said. The, the wisdom, James talking about earthly wisdom and heavenly wisdom or God's wisdom. Right, if you read properly the book of James, right, and he says that earthly wisdom, right, if the person who is able to uh, guard his mouth and his tongue perfectly, and I tell you, don't try to do that, okay, but fill yourself with God's word and depend on the Holy Spirit by praying in tongues a lot, and you will move in that direction. Lawful law is where, oh, I know my tongue very terrible, so. You know, I begin to jaga my tongue. In the end, you will speak even more things that are, uh, are deaf. All right? Don't jaga your tongue. Jaga your heart. Guard your heart. All right? But know, fill yourself with God. Fill yourself. Study the word of God. Know what his will is. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. The mouth don't speak things out of nowhere. So it comes from your heart. So what you feed your heart, is what will come out. What you feed your mind, all right, is what will come out from the mouth. So this is true. If a person has come to that place, and who is in that place? Jesus Christ, the perfect son of God. You will not hear him say anything that is not in God's will. Yeah, Even when he correct the discipline or correct his disciples, right? he knows how to do it. Right when he told, uh, when uh, Apostle Peter, who the most outspoken disciple, right, said, "No, no, Jesus, you, uh, you, you cannot die or what?" Then uh, he said, "Get behind me, Satan." Yeah, he is always perfect in his uh, realm of knowing God, His word. Okay, what does this one say in the other version? Right, the tongue is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body <laughs> yeah your tongue is the smallest part of your human body right ah but the tongue is very powerful it corrupts the whole person and gets the whole course of his life on fire this is not a very good fire but we trust that you will put the good fire right all of us need the fire of the holy spirit let your tongue speak forth Right, things that will burn the fire of God. Speak forth, encourage one another to, to run the race with faith, to keep on looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, to keep on right, learning God's word, to be generous in our life because the gener generosity brings prosperity. Right, so use that tongue to spur the fire, to fan the flame of being a witness. 
go, Rebecca, go share gospel with others. Fan that fire, encourage one another in Hebrews 10. All right, the, the author says, as you see the days approaching, the last day, begin to do not forsake the assembling together. Because why when we are together, we, we put a different fire, a good fire, all right, to fan and to build the fire, to serve the Lord, to uh, encourage others to go preach the gospel. Itself can set a fire, uh, fire by hell. Wow. So we don't want the bad fire, huh? the good one. James, as a bit, a bit in the mouth, in the message version, of a horse controls the whole horse. A small, you see the horse, right? I think one time I shared about this horse thing or so. A small rudder on a huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain sets a course in the face of the strongest wind. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything. At the same time, it can also destroy. Right? So a person may have a desire. Say, oh, I want to share gospel to the whole world. And then, if you don't have wisdom, you will say, how you can share gospel to the whole world? Ah? You're so little, small fry. Yeah, you pour the water, right? In the world, they say what? And then you, you stop the fire. The fire in that little child, uh, Evelyn's daughter, right? Where God, Holy Spirit spoke to her. Go and save others. So we don't, we fan the flame. Say, yes, you, the, the Acts 1 chapter 8 says, right? The Holy Spirit come upon you, we shall receive power and you become a witness. Don't say, you're so small fry. Uh. <laughs> Where you can go witness to, you know, to save people. Right, so we it's a little tongue, a little tongue. So we begin to encourage one another with this little tongue. Can control a huge horse, can control the winds and all that. So your tongue control your course of life. And your tongue come out from the words that you put in your heart or what you see from your eyes. And then it starts to create because remember the letter bet. It's in the letter P. It only takes a spark to set off a forest fire. No need very big things. Just a small word will do. Can either start off encouraging, putting God's fire, or can destroy a person's passion to serve the Lord. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world turn harmony to chaos, throw mud on a reputation, send the whole world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. This is scary. You can tame a tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. <laughs> it's never been done. And this is where, right, we are able to control our tongue in the church context when we're in front of everyone Everyone speak very nice. But then go back home. <laughs> that is not transformation. That is religion. Okay, Where you act holy and righteous in front of everyone. Actually, that's what Jesus said. These are the Pharisees. These are hypocrites. So when we, we don't want to live a life of a hypocrite Christian. We want to live free. But we do make mistakes. 
but thank God for the grace yeah that we are free to make mistakes we are not afraid of letting people know our weaknesses if we are afraid of that we are still in self-righteousness self-righteousness is always about myself everyone must think I'm a good person I'm a, a loving person and so on no 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 we are actually no good person without God so it is okay for others to know that we have certain weaknesses because everyone have weaknesses all right but we are growing from glory to glory when we choose to renew our mind and we choose to build our spirit man our hidden man of the heart so there is no more fear in love the bible says why there's no more fear in love love you are able to accept one another with all our weaknesses and everyone is learning everyone is growing there are times you may say the wrong thing but how to move from there is to know that yeah i'm just as weak as you same but what how do i help myself to overcome i keep on put trusting holy spirit putting god's word inside my life the more i have god's word in my life the more i come out of self-righteousness the more i come out of you know self-consciousness yeah and begin to be conscious of jesus and unknowingly every day fruit you begin to bear fruit of the spirit fruit of love patience who eat your fruit others will notice okay <clears throat> the tongue runs wild a wanton killer with the tongue we bless god our father with the same tongue we curse the very man and woman he made in his image who has never been guilty of this all of us have yeah so there's nothing to be ashamed of because every one of us have i had a stupid idiot you say <laughs> isn't that cursing someone right when we when we you know out of our mouth we just simply say right we read a newspaper and say yeah the fellow deserve hell oh okay but we are still human so god is still so that's where we discover god's grace if we don't accept our weaknesses because god says his his strength is made perfect in our weaknesses why are we afraid of weaknesses the more weaknesses we have the more better for christ's strength to be manifested if i say i got no weakness then all the glory goes to me because i got no weakness but because i have so many weaknesses and then when his power is manifested i know it's him it's him okay but we let him manifest all right curses and blessings out of the same mouth my friends this can't go on a spring doesn't gush fresh water one day and brackish the next apple trees don't bear strawberries do they raspberry bushes don't bear apples you are not going to dip into a polluted mud hole and get a cup of clear cool water are you so take care of this tongue all right and guard this heart all right because god has entrusted and put uh, in the, our physical body such a powerful part which is called the tongue that can create life that can call today because you're born again and if you have god's word inside you speak god's word you can create something out of nothing all right super powerful right god has given to us all right just psalms 119 pay thy testimonies are wonderful though therefore don't my soul keep them uh, so for those of you who want to discover about psalms 119 how uh, holy spirit gave revelations of the hebrew letters 
in the each eight verses of Psalms to the psalmist, you need concordance. All right, because I cannot go in detail, otherwise, I will go to uh, evening also cannot finish. Right, but as you go through the concordance, which is exactly where now you already learn Hebrew, Hebrew letters. So, where is the word that start with the letter pay? You will notice that as these eight verses are grouped under the letter or alphabet pay or the alphabet ayin or aleph, there is at least one or two words in these verses, these eight verses, that start with the letter pay. That's why these eight verses represent pay. You understand? So you may say, oh, all these are so far, well, now verse 129 already. Everything is about God's word. Of course, everything is about God's word. Can you see how powerful and important is God's word that in this 22 alphabets, all these things, but this each eight verses actually only uh, uh, point to one aspect of God's word. So when it's about the pay, it points to the mouth. And so what is, which word, which letter in this uh, verses in this verse, thy testimonies are wonderful, therefore, to my soul, keep them. Starts with the letter pay. You go check out yourself. The entrance of thy words give light, it gives understanding to the simple. Again, which word here starts with the letter pay? You go check. Huh? Must give you all something to do yourself. If not, you will not discover exciting things for yourself. I opened my mouth and panted at, for I long for thy commandments. And this one very easy. Where is the letter pay or the word pay? This one you all don't know. I will knock your head. <laughs> huh? Mouth. Yeah. So this is very, very straightforward, right? So the others, you there is a letter pay inside. Okay, but you find it for yourself. That's why you use concordance. Look thou upon me and be merciful unto me as thou uses to do unto those that love your name. Why I use King James Version? Because King James Version is where the concordance uh, is written in. Order my steps in thy word and let not thy any iniquity have dominion over me. Actually, the word there is the steps. So pay is not just the mouth, the mouth from the mouth. These words are the, uh, will, will order your life. Okay? Deliver me from the oppression of man, so I will keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant and teach me thy statutes. Which word has the letter pay inside? You can actually make a guess. Huh? Huh? Yes, face. Yeah. Huh? Face. Good. Uh, Abigail. Yeah. The letter, the word face. Okay. The, has the letter pay inside. It's from the face, right? The expressions of the face to shine. So it, that your face is like a mouth like that can also speak. Okay, here I put in panim, bring one for you, right? 
Panim. See, the first letter is the letter Pei. All right, so face in Hebrew is Panim. Starts with the letter Pei. The presence, the person's face, all right, in front. <clears throat> uh, plural, okay. Rivers of water run down my eyes because they keep not thy law. Where do you think is the letter pay? <laughs> huh? Yes, Abigail. <laughs> Who want to guess? Rivers. Rivers. Very good. Yeah, the rivers start, right? So it's all about expression. It's all about the flow in life, right? What we coming out from us. These words start with the letter pay, right? Ah, reverse, palette. <laughs> okay, so when you have more understanding, you'll be able to detect. Okay, and but if you go to the concordance yourself, you receive more. All right, so the word pay starts with, and then there's a gimel here. All right, and a lamet here, palette. Okay, it's the like a channel, a river is a channel. So our tongue, our pay, it's a channel. Either we are a channel of blessing or we are a channel of curse. We are a channel, all right, for God to use us to bless others, which is Abraham's blessing, all right, or stop the flow like a river. The word is palette, river or stream. It's like out of our belly flow rivers of living waters, palette. Okay. That is also paid. So not just mouth, right? Mouth in its meaning, which is able to create, is able to flow, able to reflect, able to, uh, this is our channel of blessing or curse to others. So let's go to just do one word, all right? That starts with the letter uh, pay, which is the word pray. So just now you have a few other words there. Genesis 12, 13. Pray has two, two, uh, two meanings from the beginning. So I pray thee in the King James Version, thou art my sister that it may be well with me for thy sake and my soul shall live because of thee. So here it is about the praying, the talking from one person in the old language. I pray you. That means I talk to you. I ask you. I beseech you. All right. It's an entreaty. Please. Please, all right? Pray means please. So in this, this meaning, but we, are, we are going to the other meaning, that too. The other, now, therefore, restore the man for his wife, for he's a prophet, and he shall pray for thee. So this is another pray. And thou wilt live, and you restore her not, thou wilt surely die. All that is about uh, Abraham, all right? And uh, the, the hidden king. Pray here is palau. With the pay and two lament. So this one is intervene. All right. He will pray on your behalf. So you intervene. You two lament go up. Okay, we'll explain that. The connection between the first time the word pray is used as a petition between two people. I pray you, oh English, right? I beseech you, I ask you. And then the first time is used as a petition between a person and God. 
The other one is I pray to God on your behalf, praying for someone. Okay, well, all of you are so used to I pray for myself. <laughs> so learn to pray for others. Okay, instead of just pray for yourself, pray for the church, pray for others, pray for. Okay, so beseech God, bring to God somebody's uh, uh, needs or whatever. Pray, right? Palau means to come between two parties. Abraham, a friend of God. Why is he called a friend of God? He always intercedes between two parties. What did he do? One famous incident of uh, Abraham. Intercession. What did he do? <laughs> Abraham. Abraham. <laughs> What did he do? God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, right? And then he interceded. That means he prayed. He used his mouth, the pave, and he talked to God. Lamet, look up. And he said, God, if there be, ah, how many people? Righteous ones. Ah, okay. Until the number, until 10, right? Then don't destroy them. And he was talking to God on behalf of a nation, people, sinful people some more. Okay? So next time, if you have someone very sinful, don't condemn them. Pray for them. <laughs> Say, use this palau. Use your mouth, your heart of love. Bring them before God. Look to God and say, Lord, have mercy on these people. Right, that is being a friend of God. A friend of God doesn't mean you just call, hey, God. <laughs> okay, no, if you want to be a friend of someone, then you do that. What pleases that person? What pleases God when we're willing to stand in the gap and pray for others? Okay, that is called friend. Okay, not just hey, God. All right, palau means to come between two parties, pray for those who sin. Pray for those who need Jesus. How many of our prayers are supplications and entreaties to undo the results of what happens when we make our requests to man or a woman, as in the case of Abraham? The Hebrew word pray demonstrates the authenticity of the pictographic Hebrew language that underpins the conventional meaning of the word pray. The word for pray is spelled with three Hebrew letters, pay, lamet, lamet. Okay, so you can see this word pray is parallel, not the first one. The first one is the one that you just uh, entreat the other person. So this is praying to God on behalf of for others. Pay, lamet, lamet. Pay is 80, 30, 30. The first letter in the Hebrew word is pray, is pictured as a mouth, all right? Pay, and it means to speak a word or to open. So even in tongues, we pray aloud, not say but loud or soft up to you, but still aloud. That's why our mouth is supposed to open and speak. Right? That's why someone who is mute is a demonic spirit where the person lost the ability of speech. But the most powerful thing that God gave us is that tongue. And when Jesus healed those people who are mute, he always rebuked the spirit. It's a demonic spirit. It's just hold the tongue. Don't let it talk. Because when the tongue doesn't talk, 
it can do nothing. Remember, the pay has the bad insight to create, to bring life or to kill or destroy. So pay means to speak. Open your mouth and speak. Even in meditation, it's the word haga, which means speak. I think there must be a, a, the letter pay could be inside. All right, but it means to speak. All right, when we finish all the letters and alphabets, we will go to Hebrew words. Very interesting and powerful. So speak. When you meditate, speak it out. Haga is to mutter, speak aloud. Our mouth, when we pray in tongues, then someone says, can I pray in my spirit <laughs> quietly? Well, <laughs> maybe at certain times where you cannot speak out, something happened to your speech, right? But other than that, all of us have a mouth. The purpose is to speak. Speak life or speak that. And we want to speak life if we are speaking God's word. Remember, only God's word is life, huh? Okay, so to speak a word, to open the mouth. <laughs> there is no gold that will drop out. <laughs> All right, when you open the mouth. Okay, only the gold of God's power and God's love will come up from your mouth to bless others. A word to open. The second and third letter, so there are two lamet there in the word pray. The second and third letter in the Hebrew word pray is a picture of a shepherd's staff and it means to urge forward control or to shepherd to have authority the tongue and the voice of authority see the voice of authority as a shepherd the shepherd need to speak with authority if not all the sheep also run away <laughs> don't care right so that's why when god place us in places of authority as shepherd we don't rule over them harshly over the sheep we rule with tender loving care of the Holy Spirit, Ahabas, and then, we, but we also speak for confidently and authoritatively to, uh, to the sheep or even to God to pray. All right, so it, the praying comes from a shepherd. If you do not have a shepherd's heart, your prayer will be like the Pharisee's prayer, <laughs> which is all about themselves, right? They pray aloud so that everyone can know how holy they are. So we do not pray for people to know our, our prayers very nice or very big words are very long one, very powerful. We pray with the heart of a shepherd. We pray we are looking up to God and saying, God, you've our mouth open, speaking from a shepherd's staff. Right? Say, Lord, this pray, Lord, that your uh, revelations be released to all your children here. The eyes of their understanding be open and enlightened that they may know what is the hope of their calling rather than sit at home for until Jesus come without fulfilling their destiny. What a beautiful destiny and privilege, right? So what you have in order, and then your ship all uh, 10 years, uh, no, so 10 Ten, 10 weeks didn't come already. <laughs> so how do you pray for them? With the shepherd's heart. Oh, this sheep uh, haven't come for a long time to learn God's word, to come into the fellowship. Pray for them. Before, and then pray the heart, with the heart, you, the, the, the heart of uh, love, and you pray out loud for them. What will happen? The next thing you will take, in, in, take the, the, the shepherd's staff to go and pull them. The sheep is all blur, blur one. Okay, so we need 
a heart first, a heart of a shepherd, then take the staff of your authority. Again, you're not to beat them, but to bring them back. Call them up. How are you? Long time didn't see. Missed you. Right? Is there any way I can help you? Right? Uh, and begin to bring the sheep back. Feed them. Grow them as a young sheep. But remember, all this cannot do one without the heart. Okay? So all the, the heart of Agabas, the love of Jesus. But love will cause us to pray. So we have corporate prayer meeting. Come together only once a month, right? Where we spend that one hour to pray, to use the three letters, use our mouth, okay? Speak in tongues, pray in tongues, as well as understanding whatever language from the heart for people, for this ministry to expand, to grow forth and touch many more lives all over the world. For the Indonesian, they are all young sheep disappeared already didn't turn up <laughs> yesterday, right? So you are the shepherd. What do you do? Pray to God. Say, Lord, you know, bring, bring this sheep, right? With the heart of love, where, where they went. Go after them, okay? Go follow up with them, all right? So this is the shepherd uh, heart. Pray is to when you care for someone, okay? The first thing we notice is that lamet is used twice. In the Hebrew language, when something is repeated twice, it means that it is something that is very important. So many things to learn in the Hebrew. It's so exciting, right? God never uh, made mistake in his, in his word. When he put two lamet there, it means very important. Something you need to pay attention to. It can also mean there are two meanings to choose from the picture meanings of the letter. Let's take a look at the pictures of the Hebrew word. Hey. So always look up. Prayer is looking up. Prayer is speaking out what God say with a shepherd's heart, confidence in God. The first part is look up to what God say about the matter. And God say, I love this sheep. God say, you go after the sheep. All right. Then the second lament. What's the second lament? Okay. Pictorial translation of prayer. Again, just to, it's a, a same thing, but just help you to remember more. Alright, Lamet, control, the shepherd, the authority to move forward, urge forward. <clears throat> and then remember, don't, don't run forward yourself and then leave all your sheep behind. <laughs> okay, bring them along. Turn back and look at them. Stretch out your hand and hold them. Pull them along with you. Alright, remember, don't stand alone in heaven. Huh? And then there's no one there with you. <laughs> so that's why I push you all to go reach out and save souls. So when you stand before Jesus, there are also people there who say, yeah, Hannah is the one who brought me to the Lord, you know, and so forth. Yeah, Have someone there giving you, giving you all the opportunity before rapture. All right? That you go, don't go heaven alone. Go with some other lordship. All right? Bring them along with you. Shepherd them. All right, with the tongue and voice of authority, with the staff. A more literal translation of the picture might be to speak with the tongue of tongues. Very interesting, right? Pray to God with authority. Mm. So what is this praying to God with authority? What energizes... <clears throat> 
those prayers and give them power and give us confidence that all that the prayers will be answered. You see, <clears throat> if you pray without a lot of things, God help this, God help it, but there is no authority, there is no confidence. Why do lament? Pray with the tongue of tongues. How to pray confidently. For assuredly, I say to you, Mark 11, 23, 24. <clears throat> this is what the Holy Spirit gave me. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So what is this? So it's not just praying and hoping that God will answer but it's praying with confidence that God, not hoping, you know, maybe he will answer, maybe not, but knowing with confidence that he will answer because you are praying according to his will. So when you pray for someone for healing, it is according to his will. They can pray author authoritatively based on God's word. So the prayer is praying his word back to God. So can you imagine if you don't have God's word? Why are you going to pray? Lord, please help. <laughs> because you don't have God's word. God's promises. What did God say in that situation? Please help me. And God said, I am already helping you. You quote, you pray, your mouth open, and you say back to God what he said in his word. That is what it means. The confidence. All right. That he, if you pray anything according to his will, he will do it. This is in 1 John 5.14. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask or pray, anything according to his will. The, the problem with Christians is that they are praying not according to his will. Praying old covenant prayer, praying out prayer, praying own type of prayer. Right? Then they say, God didn't answer. <laughs> okay? So when God said in his word already, if we pray according to his will, he will answer. How do we know what is his will or not? Keep on going to his word. All right? Keep on learning. Keep on reading the Bible. Keep on asking Holy Spirit. Keep on meditating God's word. Because if we don't meditate, what happened? Today, excited. Wow, God's so exciting. Huh? He promised that he will bless me. Tomorrow, all for God already. <laughs> because tomorrow got tomorrow's problems come Jesus said what sufficient for today is the evil thereof so that's why there's no need to worry about tomorrow but the thing is he didn't say sufficient for today is my promise <laughs> instead he said what meditate on my word day and night didn't say after tonight stop meditating day and night until for the rest of your life until heaven Right? But the worries, he said, sufficient for today is the evil thereof. That means stop today, live one day at a time. The bad things, we all meditate every day, day and night. <laughs> Tomorrow got money and not, or next day got a while. That one, everyone very clever to meditate. We meditate and meditate and meditate and end up more and more fear. But the one that's supposed to meditate day and night, yeah, today I know already. Lah. Okay? So go back to God's word and 
let the Holy Spirit lead us, lead you properly. What to meditate, what not to meditate. Not to meditate tomorrow's problems. All right? But meditate God's word, God's promises, God's will every day, day and night. That will keep you throughout your journey on this earth and give, lead you in a race of faith, the walk of faith, the race. Right? I fight the fight of faith as I walk this life. How it is impossible to do it with just today, I read God's word tomorrow, I don't meditate every day until God's word is coming out of you. All the facial expression is coming out from your eyes, it's coming out from your nose, it's coming out from your mouth, coming out from your mind, from your heart. God's will, God's ways. Yeah, it's the confidence that we have in him. I was listening, just I think this is the last slide, yeah. So I was uh, listening to one uh, short sermon by this rabbi about uh, rich rich people in this world. And I find it very interesting. It's got this link to this word confidence. He said that people don't really envy someone who's got millions of dollars. What they really envy, this rabbi was saying, because the Jews are very rich. He said, what this rab these people really envy about that rich person is actually their confidence. Right? Because a rich person, normally, multi-millionaire, whoever, they speak with a lot of confidence. And the people around, they either admire this confidence or they are jealous of this confidence. It's not the money they have that they are jealous of. It's the way that they can speak but what backs up this confidence is their material wealth. So in the spiritual, Jesus didn't have millions of dollars in bank account, but he spoke with 100% confidence because he's the son of God. He knows who his father is and he knows who he is. He knows what is the will of God. And all he, he said, whatever I see my father do, I do whatever I hear my father say, I say. Therefore, today we don't have to have a confidence based on the world. That is, oh, only if you got a million dollars, then you speak with confidence and people look at look up to you. Can you, without a million dollars in your bank account, or maybe a thousand or hundred thousand, speak with confidence? Why you can speak with confidence, Hannah? <laughs> You see, this is the confidence that we have. I didn't give you this verse. Even our faith, the Bible says, is our confidence in him that you are his child. That's why when we are learning spirit man, all that is to have that confidence inside you of who you are, who your God is. Learning all these Hebrew letters is to tell us again and again until we have this confidence, I don't need a million dollars for me to be confident. I'm confident because the word of God says I am his child. I am his daughter. I am his son. And I'm well taken care of. I am healed. I am rich. When you speak with that confidence, people look at you. And they listen to you. Why people don't listen to you? You don't have confidence. Because your confidence is if you drive a Mercedes Benz. If your confidence is, if your bank account is rich, if you wear branded clothes, that is the world confidence. Your confidence, my confidence as a new creation, as a child of God, is because we are in Christ. That is our confidence. You don't have to be ashamed of who you are. 
without material wealth because we are rich in Christ, 2 Corinthians 8, 9. And that's where the men and women of God, God will raise up to speak with authority and confidence in the world. And how? It doesn't come by, right? It could get rid of the world mentality of confidence and put in God's word, meditate, pray in the spirit, learn as you learn the Hebrew letters. Doesn't it give you more confidence now of who you are in Christ? Yeah, it's supposed to transform. These are all fire letters. You know, I can call hellfire down. I can create things that are not, even though not happened, begin to speak it until your spirit believe. Mark 11, 23, 24. Why we dare not do? Why we have no confidence? We are ashamed of our position. We are ashamed of our status in life. Why do we need to be ashamed? All right. We dare to speak boldly. This is my choice. This is my decision in life. I have chosen to serve the Lord because He is God. When you speak with authority, lament, right? The two lament and the pay. You think the people will stop you? They will sit up and listen to you. And you don't need a million dollars to back you up. You only need God's word, Jesus, Aleph, Father God. Holy Spirit, He will back you up. Amen? So this is the confidence that we have in Christ, even our faith in Him. All right? Go forth with that confidence, all right? And speak with the pain, all right, in our lives that we belong to God. I can dare to say that God will take care of me no matter what because He is rich. Can you speak confidently or still shaking? Um, <laughs> okay, still scared, right? Because you are still in the physical realm. But you look at the rich man, the wealthy man. They speak confidently. And I heard this from this rabbi. I said, well, really? He didn't say everything that I said. But this particular part, that why people admire or jealous or Look up to rich men. It's not their money. It's their confidence. And today, the devil tried to rob believers of their confidence in Christ. Telling them, you are not rich enough. You are not good enough and all that. Will you allow the devil to continue to do that in your life? Or will you rise up and learn his word? Meditate his word. Put his word inside you. That as Christ is, so are we in this world. And Whoever come against you one way, they have to flee seven ways. That's where you put God's word into your mouth. Don't put God's word and then stay there. Speak it forth. Meditate. Speak, speak, speak until you become a man and woman of God who is full of confidence in the Lord, not in our ability, in our wisdom, or in our knowledge. Yeah? In it is written. In what God said. Amen? Okay. <laughs> All right. Praise the Lord for today's session. So uh, we will see you all tomorrow. Yeah. Worship the Lord and another interesting revelation of God uh, from Hebrew letters, but not so much teaching as today, but something that will bless your heart tomorrow. So, uh, 
pray, see you all tomorrow for service, worshipping, thanking him. It's very important to thank God, you know. Our whole life is from him. Yeah, to be there in his presence. Yeah, for receive his word in season, especially this year, 5783 or the year of uh, pay him, gimel. All right, AT, pay gimel, where we speak for the blessings of God. God wants to bless us, but it is according to his way and also the confidence that we have to speak what he said. We can say, oh, I received this wonderful word. God wants to bless us. I'm not going to speak it because you don't have the confidence. Yeah. So this is what's going to happen. God is blessing us a bit earlier than others <laughs> because we already celebrate the new, new beginning. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, can we ask uh, Elijah? Prophet Elijah, you have fire. Yeah, and fire. Rain and bed inside your mouth okay yep. close and bless everyone in prayer <laughs> so we <laughs> pray now huh? amen okay. let's pray lord jesus thank you for this meeting that it gave us a revelation in our hearts that mm -hmm. we know how to pray with confidence to ask what your will is so amen. that whatever we ask will happen amen in jesus name Amen. 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 <laughs> okay. Bye bye. See y'all tomorrow, huh? 10 30. Thank bye. you. Bye. 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 bye.